US and European stock indices extended their gains to the highest levels this year as sentiment among bond investors was well, very much mixed before today's inflation update in the US that will be followed by the Federal Reserve decision tomorrow and by the European Central Bank and the Bank of England decisions on Wednesday. So everything can change in the blink of an eye. Welcome. This is Swiss Codes Daily Market Talk. So most stock indices opened a week packed with crucial economic data and central bank meetings on a positive footage. So both the stock 600 and the S&P 500 index traded at a fresh year-to-date high level on Monday, whereas the British FTSE 100 index lagged behind its Western peers yet again, as it has been the case for most of this year, mind you, as some big, big mining stocks actually drove the FTSE 100 index lower on Monday's trading session. But overall, well, the week started on an optimistic note ahead of today's US inflation update and tomorrow's FOMC decision and Thursday's European Central Bank and Bank of England decisions. So the US two-year yield advanced to 4.77% level as the US 10-year yield tested to 4.30% resistance to the upside. But both are down again this morning at the time I am talking here as bond investors lie in bush before the US inflation update that will hit the headlines in a couple of hours from now. And well, the expectations for the US inflation are fairly soft for November because headline CPI in the US is expected to have steadied on a monthly basis in the month of November. And that's thanks to subdued energy prices and falling gasoline prices. And the yearly figure may have eased from 3.2% to 3.1%. Core inflation, on the other hand, is seen steady at the 4% level on year-on-year basis. Now, these numbers look Look much better than what they looked like back in 2022 when we saw the US core inflation reach 6.6% level. But at 4%, core inflation in the US is still twice the Fed's 2% monetary policy target. So as the Fed President Jerome Powell will certainly say tomorrow, there is an encouraging progress in the Federal Reserve's fight against inflation. But, but, but the job is not completely done just yet. Now, of course, as this whole monetary policy tightening campaign is here to fight inflation, a softer than expected set of inflation figures today could further boost the Federal Reserve dose and boost appetite in the US bond markets. But, but gains could actually remain limited today before tomorrow's much important Fed decision and well, the latest economic forecast. And although the Fed is happy with the current economic results, meaning weakening inflation in the US despite a healthily loosening jobs market and well, quite a resilient growth numbers in the US. Well, the Fed President Jerome Powell can't really just afford to go up there tomorrow and pop the champagne because the Fed has won his battle against inflation. Because if he did that, investors would continue to rush into the bond markets. The latter would drive yields even lower, loosen the financial conditions in the US before time and interfere with the Federal Reserve's plan to bring inflation down to the 2% monetary policy target. So the chances are that, well, the Fed will sound happy 
but cautious no matter what we see in inflation print today because remember the Fed's job is getting harder within this last mile as they call it because they should actually make sure that they don't cut the interest rates in the US and elsewhere as well prematurely but the policymakers should also make sure that they don't wait just too long before cutting the interest rates and just put an unnecessary pressure on the economy. And while well, waiting too much and too long is what the Federal Reserve did before starting their interest rate hiking campaign, remember? Because they used to say that inflation in the US would be transitory and well it happened that it was not transitory anyway before today's cpi data and tomorrow's fed announcement the expectation is around 80 percent chance for the first rate cut to happen in the us in the month of may and there is almost 50 percent chance assessed to a march interest rate cut in the us from the fomc so this week's data and the Federal Reserve comments will shift these expectations toward one way or the other. But the Fed President Jerome Powell will sure find it harder to control the market optimism if, if headline inflation in the US is below that 3% psychological level into the 2% waters as yes at 2 and something percent we get really really closer toward that 2% policy target and well inflation expectations which are very very important that they actually tend to be self-fulfilling have now is to very very suitable levels as well so don't think that a further rally in the US sovereign bonds is impossible now, in the FX markets, the US dollar sees some resistance near the top of its November to now downtrending channel. The euro dollar weighs around its 100 day moving average level to find a fresh direction with the US inflation data and the Fed and the European Central Bank decisions, as the dollar yen trades around the 145 level, having priced out a well, good amount of expectations of an imminent rate hike in Japan next week, as the Bank of Japan officials already killed the idea that an interest rate hike will happen this month in Japan. But but we know that the Bank of Japan will hike its rates sooner rather than later, and that makes a short dollar yen a good trade if you are patient enough. So this is why any price recoveries that we might see in the dollar yen will be interesting opportunities to strengthen your short dollar yen positions. Now note that a stronger Japanese yen and a tighter monetary policy in Japan are not positive for the Japanese stock valuations. Therefore, we could see the Japanese Nikkei 225 index drift lower as the hawkish Bank of Japan expectations strengthen into the next year. But if you want to go to a place where you know that stimulus is going to hit the headlines and is going to be the uh, thing of 2024, well, you can go to China. But interestingly, the Chinese stimulus news will barely do anything to bring buyers back to the Chinese stock markets as China's CSI 300 index is racing toward the bottom. And that no matter the stimulus measures and the stimulus news that we have 
in the headlines over the past couple of weeks. But, but note that despite the unreactive stock market from China, China's efforts to boost its collapsing real estate sector is actually reflected positively in iron ore prices, which rallied by more than 30% since August, as Chinese officials actually scrapped the annual production cap on steel manufacturers in a bid to prop up the country's flagging economic growth, according to DFT. So the steel industry has since gone into overdrive, reportedly, with output for the second half of this year on track to be the second strongest on record behind 2020, and that's according to Goldman Sachs. So buying iron ore to benefit from these Chinese stimulus measures well, pays off a lot better than well, buying the Chinese stocks themselves these days. In the energy space, well, the US credit is gently, but really, really gently recovering toward the $72 per barrel level on <clears throat> obviously threats that OPEC would extend and they would deepen their supply cuts in case the supply of in oil prices continue but but on the other hand well the industry specific news well doesn't really help brings the bull in because freshly announced at the beginning of this week occidental petroleum agreed to buy crown rock for about 10 billion us dollars for what for extending its presence in the permian basin and well this consolidation that we see today in the permian basin means Synergy means scale economies, and it means eventually lower production costs and lower oil prices. And the deal, which is set to close early 2024, will help drive shale prices to levels not seen since the pandemic crushed the oil markets, according to the Bloomberg News. So that's obviously very, very bad for OPEC, but that's something that suits the market nerves regarding also these OPEC stress of further supply cuts if the oil prices continue to trend lower. So this is all for today. I'm Ipekos Kardeshkaya and thank you for joining me and thank you for all your beautiful and supportive messages. I hope this episode of Market Talk has been helpful and it has been insightful to you. So please do not hesitate to leave your comments, your reactions and your questions below as usual. And follow us on Instagram, on X and on LinkedIn for regular market updates and subscribe of course to our youtube channel for daily market comments and please please do not forget to hit the like button on these videos to let us know that you enjoy them so i will meet you again tomorrow and until then good day trading